Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 4, Gnana Karma Sanyas Yoga. Yoga of renunciation of action in knowledge. We have seen so far that in chapter 3, Bhagavan has taught Arjuna Karma Yoga. In that he said that you should perform actions for yagna, yagnarthat kuru karmani. Then he also said, asaktah satatam karma samajaraha. Perform all your actions without attachment. And he said, yogastah guru karmani. Establish yourself in yoga and they perform your actions. So these are the three requisites or three paths, three ways of performing actions Bhagwan has indicated to Arjuna, he called it Karma Yoga. How you can continue performing your actions in this world as required by roles you are taken. This art of performing action called Karma Yoga, Bhagavan said, was taught to the royal sages, the philosopher king, right from the beginning. Right from the beginning of the creation, this knowledge was given to Lord Son who is considered to be, in this case, the original ruler of this universe. I gave it to him. He then gave it to his successor. His successor gave it to his successor. And this knowledge was passed on one royal sage to the another. One philosopher king to another philosopher king. You know, the kings were not just simply the rulers, but they were also established in dharma. They were established in the knowledge. But this knowledge was lost over a period of time and therefore I have given it to you again today and you shall also be able to use it. But then Arjuna asked, how can that be possible because you are my contemporary? How you could give this knowledge to Lord Son? And in that response we have learned how the reincarnation works. So Bhagavan said, Bahuni me vyatitani janmani tavacharjuna. Oh Arjuna, you and I have gone through many, many janmas, many, many iterations of our existence. The only difference he has said that I know them all and you do not know any. That's because you take birth. I as a jiva take birth compelled by my own vasanas, my unfulfilled desires. I take a new instrument to fulfill my vasanas, which I have not fulfilled yet. If I have no vasanas, no desires, there is no reason for me to take birth. In other words, there is no action required if there is no desire. I don't need to buy a car if I'm never going to travel. Buy car. People in New York City, most of them don't buy car because they are not going to use car. It's not economical for them to buy car. They don't need that equipment. People like us, we need that equipment because there is only way we can travel from one place to another. We have a desire to travel. The equipment needed is a car. Therefore, I'll buy a car. But once in the same way, you are driven by your own vasanas. Take another birth. But in my case, 
there is no need for me but i take birth by my own free will because i have a desire and that is what bhagwan has basically said why he takes that divine birth he said yada yada hi dharmasya gnanir bhavati bharata abhyutthanam adharmasya tad atmanam srujami aham the desire may be noble uh, it may be good or bad but unless there is desire there cannot be any action so in bhagwan's part also from ishwara's point of view also he has a desire to set the creation right when he sees that the dharma is declining in his own creation as we have seen in vedantic discussions that bhagwan creates this universe out of his own self the creator as the efficient cause knows how to create he also knows how to maintain it but the material he used to create this universe is own self he has created this universe out of his own self so is all pervading in this universe and he has created this universe out of his own will maya when he sees that his own creation there is a decay of dharma dharma we have seen in in several discussions before is the law of being that which makes a thing or a being what it is is its dharma if the dharma is declining a thing or a being is not functioning as it should be then it needs to be corrected so here bhagwan said when in the society just as an individual has a dharma the society also has a dharma human beings have their own dharma at the basic core level a human being is a rational animal he is differentiated from all other animals as he is reasoning power so he can act rationally he can think rationally if the human being stop acting rationally then dharma is decayed if they start acting irrationally avile dharma is decayed for human beings for that society so is when current condition the dharma of democracy is that everyone has the right to vote or right to give opinion when that dharma is violated then democracy is decayed and somebody has to come and correct it so in this case bhagwan said whenever there is a decay of dharma when i see that things are not performing as per dharma then it has to be replaced corrected and the order should be restored so to give you an example from my own observation a dharma of a steel beam under a bridge is to provide the tensile strength to that bridge because that beam can bend and come back to its own position that the dharma of a steel when the steel is corroded it's still steel but it's corroded steel that steel does not have the tensile strength which was required by that beam and therefore it needs to be either repaired or replaced so in that case whoever is the owner of that bridge responsible for that bridge he may be paying no attention to that that beam but now that he has observed that the decay and the danger of bridge to collapse well he has to manifest himself as the corrector for that steel beam so it said yada yada hi dharmasya gnanir bhavati whenever dharma has decayed the things or beings are not acting according to their own dharma abhyutthanam adharmasya 
and the rise of adharma adharma which is contrary to his own dharma human beings are supposed to be rational they are not acting rationally they are not different than any other animals society has to be just in the society is not just obviously it is not a society it's a chaos if there's a chaos in the society whoever is responsible for that society has to restore the order in the society it becomes a just society again bhagwan said that is my desire when i take birth by my free will so we have seen that we are under the spell of maya therefore we are deluded by ignorance ignorance is veiling my own self i do not see who i am i continue to change my vehicle from this body to another but that's driven by my vasanas for ishwara is in control of maya the whole creation is created by his own maya out of his own self when he says this creation is not performing as per his design he has the desire to set it right paritranaya sadhuna vinashaya ch duskritam dharma sansthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge time and again i manifest myself as one of my own creation and then set the order correct so that the things which are working as per dharma are protected and those which are not acting according to dharma they either to be corrected rehabilitated or replaced so in this same example of my steel beam under a bridge there are several steel beams under that bridge those are providing the tensile strength to that bridge but one is corroded well people don't pay much attention corroded beams we see all the time when we see an extensive corrosion under that bridge then whoever is in charge of that if we need to do something well let's figure out which beams we can restore and which we have to replace so that the overall strength of that bridge by the collective strength of all the steel beams is restored back to where it should have been dharma sansthapanarthaya for society to function as it was supposed to have functioned as a, as the just society then i have to come and restore order remove those who are poisonous who cannot be rehabilitated rehabilitate those who can be rehabilitated so that those who are practicing dharma are protected and society functions as it supposed to have functioned before the decay started in verse 9 he says janma karma cha me divyam evam yo vetti tatvata त्यक्वा देहम पुनर्जन्म न इति मामेति अर्जुनः हियर इज अनदर मेथड भगवान गिव्स अस टू अचीव दैट स्टेट ऑफ नॉलेज दैट राइट नाउ आई एम अंडर द स्पेल ऑफ माया एंड माय नॉलेज इज वेल्ड बाय माय इग्नोरेंस एंड देयर आर सेवरल अदर मेथड्स वी हैव सीन ज्ञान योगा भक्ति योगा कर्म योगा इज इट दैट कर्म योगा you can perform your actions as we are discussed or you can just observe a divine person acting in this world selflessly and then recognizing how he does it in his divine manifestation and then finding the same divinity within you you will establish yourself in your own self 
in your own real self, which is your own Atma, your own consciousness. As we have discussed that there is nothing in this world which is not manifestation of Bhagavan, manifestation of Brahman. And therefore, you and I cannot be different from Avatara. So in our culture, we have this Dasha Avatara. But actually, that's just the popular version of it. There are Puranas have 24 Avataras, some have 36 Avataras. Numerous description of Avatara, because Avatara means the one that descend is Avatara. Avatarati iti Avatara. You and I also have descended from our highest position of all-knowing self to very limited knowing self. From these limitations, I want liberation. And Bhagavan said, even by observing others, so we create role models in our life. From them we learn. And if I can create the highest role model, which has demonstrated how a person established in his own self, acts in this world, Bhagavan said, you can also get liberated just by recognizing how a divine incarnation functions. Janma karma chame divyam evam yo vetti tattvata One who knows in essence what is the purpose of a divine avatara and how that divine being functions in this world. Therefore we, we learn Ramayana. Therefore we recite Bhagavad Gita. We are trying to learn from them how Lord Rama acted in his life. If we can understand that, Bhagavan said, Tektva deham punar janma na iti mameti saha arjuna. Then when you give up this body, if I understood in my life how Rama has functioned in his life, what was his motivation to act the way he acted? What was Krishna's motivation to act the way he acted? Then I will also find that same self in me by my own contemplation, my own observation of my own self, that this is not me. The demands of my body, my mind, intellect are not really me. I am something other than that. Having understood this, by learning from my own role models, when I give up this body, I don't have to take the birth again. So Swamiji explains here that in previous descriptions in scriptures, the idea was deathlessness. But then the later portion of our scriptures, the birthlessness is described. The death is obviously something to be afraid of. Therefore, don't get infected by coronavirus, have social distancing, all of that. But death is the one thing you are worried about. But somehow we're going to die anyway, if coronavirus or no coronavirus. But the very thought that I will start all over again, I've come all this far from going through learning from A, B, C, D to whatever went through KG, then high school, then college. I to start all over again. That very thought should be very frightening to go through what I've gone through in my life all over again. So Bhagavan said, that fear also will go away because punar janman there will not be any birth again for you. Mam eti saharjuna you will become just as me. Only difference between you and I right now is you do not know who you are in your real self. I know who I am in my real self. Therefore, I am in control of my own maya. 
you are under the spell of Maya. Once you have recognized who you are, there is no difference between you and I. You will also be able to say that I taught this knowledge to Lord Sa. Because there is no difference between you and I. You are nothing but me. You are just not recognizing it. So, Maam Iti Saha Arjuna, you will become me when you recognize this fact. Vita Raga Bhayakrodaha, how one can achieve that state where he becomes as knowledgeable as Krishna or Rama. Vita Raga Bhayakrodaha, one is free from attachment, fear and anger. We have seen fear and anger, nothing but the byproducts of attachment. One who can give up attachment, then he obviously will become free of bhaya and krodha as well. One who has become free from these three, manmaya mam upasitaha. You can only become free of this if you become one absorbed in me means that self. Bhagavan said me, your original self. When you become absorbed in your own self, identify with your own self, and taking refuge in your own self, mam upasritaha, bahavo gnana tapasaha, puta madbhava magataha. Many purified this fire of knowledge. This fire of knowledge, who I am in my real self. That which is something different than this body, mind, and intellect. What is it? And who is that? Once I come to the conclusion that that's my own consciousness. I am pure consciousness when not associated with body, mind and intellect. He said that fire of knowledge when purifies your understanding Madhava Magataha they become just as me. They become one with my own self. So Swamiji gives a long commentary on this verse basically saying that this is Gnantapas. Gnantapas is reflecting on who you are. Learning from others, learning from my role model, learning from scriptures, then contemplating on it, then come to the conclusion that this body cannot be me, this mind cannot be me, and this intellect cannot be me. It's all acquired from this prakriti. I am something other than that. He said, you will become just as me. So he also says this verse combines all three parts of Karma, Bhakti and Gnana. So the first quarter of this verse, Vitaraga Bhayakrodaha is about Karma Yoga. By practicing Karma Yoga, I will become devoid of attachment and therefore of fear and anger. Then Manmaya Mampa Upasritaha, identifying with my divine self, that's the Bhakti Yoga. And then Bahavo Gnana Tapasaha, Gnana Tapasa is the Gnana Yoga. By reflecting on what is real and what is unreal. Separating real from unreal is Gnana Yoga. He said this combination of all three paths, depending on your own nature, will take you to your, your destination, your final goal. Your final goal is Mad Bhava Magataha. You want to become as unlimited as God himself. If you consider Krishna to be almighty, all-powerful God, I want to be just like him. That's what we do. When when we have a role model, so what you want to become is I want to become just like you. My colleague was talking to his boss. And his boss says, so Mark, what do you want to become? What do you want to achieve? He points at his boss's chair and says, I want to take that chair. I want to take your position. Because I admire you so much, I want you to get out of the chair and I want to take that chair. 
we are saying the same thing bhagwan you are unlimited you are almighty that's what i want to be so that i can have, have infinite happiness we'll stop right here if you find this podcast helpful please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neelbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org thank you om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave om shanti 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 hari yo श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ